Welcome to the thrivingat60.com podcast, the number one motivational show on the planet. No more summer days for you. It's time to make lemons and lemonade every day. This is a podcast where we help you thrive, not just survive. We help you accept who you are, not where you are, by discovering and inquiring into how to turn lemons into lemonade. Are you ready for the roller coaster ride of a lifetime? Tired of feeling let down? Tired of the lemons life keeps handing you? We can help you make every day a lemonade day. It's time to put those lemons in a blender. Let's go on an amazing and exciting, unpredictable journey of discovery. We know champions sit in the front seat, so make sure your seatbelt is fast and tight. One, two, three, let's go. When you have an attitude of gratitude, people just want to hang with you. Introducing the woman who believes ordinary stands for extraordinary, the host of Thriving at 60, Wendy B. Welcome, this is Wendy B. I'm a life coach. And I started this podcast because I believe ordinary people become extraordinary people. And what makes them extraordinary is sometimes the adversity they have lived through and who they have become regardless of those circumstances. Sometimes it's the little acts of kindness they bestow on people, one act of kindness at a time. I believe that most of us have the ability to thrive, not just survive. My intention is to cause curiosity, excitement, to create a new future oneself, a new future that wasn't going to happen if you didn't alter or question your old views. This could cause unpredictable results that could make a permanent difference in your life and in the lives of others around you. I want to motivate and help people of all ages, particularly women, 50 to 110, fulfill their dreams. I want people to experience being excited about their life. Are you excited? This podcast is to inspire and motivate you right now for you to take action today on your purpose, your dreams. Maybe some of you don't know your purpose or your dreams, or you are resigned that they could never happen. Regardless of age, regardless of your circumstances, I will motivate and inspire you one step at a time to turn lemons into lemonade. And it's never too late to start. Would you like freedom and power regardless of what light throws at you? It's easy to live life when life is working. But true power, true freedom is having freedom and power when our circumstances are crappy. This podcast is about when you get handed lemons. How fast can you make lemonade? It's not just about surviving. What does it take to thrive emotionally, spiritually, physically, mentally, financially? Well, we're looking at um, an inquiry of what to do to have your life thrive, not just survive. For me, it's, you know, I get up in the morning and it's prayer and meditation, right, you know, And I write or I speak two things about myself I'm grateful for. It's it's called self-love. And then saying at least one thing, I accomplished that the day before. And then going over my list of priorities for that day. I got, I get get a lot accomplished that way. And today I went to an Alana meeting and, and the topic was, you know, that, that's a way of self-loving myself. I, I, I have a, a, a group and I go once a week. And um, since I moved to Vancouver, I haven't created a home group yet, but I go back and forth to Chilliwack and um, Vancouver. Um, and today it was uh, step five and uh, step, 
or a Tradition 5, but um, we had a newcomer. So uh, what we did is we um, started off with um, share, having someone share about step one. And step one is we admitted we are powerless over alcohol and that our lives have become unmanageable. Each of our lives have been devastated by someone else's drinking. We cannot change that fact. We've been profoundly affected by the disease of alcoholism. And I'm, I'm sharing this from our little Bible called How Al-Anon Works for Families and Friends of Alcoholics. We cannot change the fact we have been profoundly affected by the disease of alcoholism. It affects continue to permeate our lives. We nor can we change the behavior or the attitude of those around us. We can't even put a stop to the drinking. We are powerless over alcohol. As long as we persist in the delusion that we can control or cure alcoholism, its symptoms or its effects, we continue to fight a battle that we cannot win. Our self-esteem suffers, our relationships suffer, and our ability to enjoy life suffers. All of our energy is wasted on a hopeless endeavor until there is nothing left over for attending to our own needs. I don't know if you can relate to that, but I sure can. Our lives have become unmanageable. When I came in, I didn't even know that. Whether or not we live with active drinking, life is unmanageable whenever we lose perspective about what it is and is not our responsibility. We take offense at actions that have nothing to do with us or we intervene where it is inappropriate and neglect our legitimate obligations to ourselves and to others. Our misplaced concerns for others become intrusive, meddling, resented, and doomed to failure. Instead of helping those we care about, we demonstrate a lack of respect for them and create discord in our relationships. Now, if someone had told me I was the cause, I, no, no, I have all this evidence, it's my parents. When our preoccupation with others distracts us from our responsibilities to attend to our own physical, emotional, and spiritual health, we suffer. Our health and our self-esteem decline. We become incapable of accepting reality, coping with change, or finding happiness. Our lives fly out of control. With this first step, we admit that we did not cause, cannot control, and cannot cure the alcoholic. The disease of alcoholism, or the fact that we've been affected by this disease, we are powerless over alcohol and its effect on us. By ourselves, we can do nothing to overcome the effects of this disease. In fact, our attempts to, to exert power over alcohol has made our lives unmanageable. And as I'm speaking about alcohol, I, you know, I can use these steps and traditions in life where there isn't alcoholics. So taking the first step allows a great weight to fall from our shoulders. We let go of the losing battle we have been waging. We recognize that there is no point in continuing the fight. We surrender completely. This is no small achievement, and it really isn't. I, you know, I've been coming to Al-Anon for well, 27 years, <laughs> and it's it's definitely a process. Uh, the battle against alcoholism has become the basis for many of our relationships. Putting an end to this battle requires completely refining what we believe about ourselves, others, and our relationships. For example, many of us have confused love with interference. We don't know how to show affection or support without giving advice, 
seeking to sway another's decision, or trying to get those we love to do what we think will bring them happiness. We confuse caring with controlling because we don't know how to allow others the dignity of being themselves. Those of us who have learned to control whatever we could in order to survive in an alcoholic environment now continue to try to control everything and everybody without realizing what we are doing. From past experience, we are terrified to let others do as they wish, but we only harm ourselves and others when we insist upon approaching every interaction in this way. Our relationships are damaged and our lives become even more unmanageable. Thus, even when there are no alcoholics directly involved, the effects of alcoholism continue to dominate. So we take the first step. We admit we are powerless over alcohol and that our lives have become unmanageable. Al-Anon does not promise that every alcoholic will get sober or that sobriety will solve our problems or fix our relationships. We may never have the family of our dreams or win the love of those who have no love to give. But our program does offer us hope because it is all about change. By being honest and admitting that the power we tried to wield over alcoholism was never readily available to us, we let go of the illusion that kept us in prison in an endless cycle of repetition repetitiveness, self-defeating behavior, and inevitable disappointment. It's as if we are lost in a desert, not far away as fresh water stream, but until now we have failed to notice it because we have been chasing a mirage, an imaginary oasis that resides whenever we approach, or recedes whenever we approach. Only when we finally stop, take stock of what efforts have produced, what our efforts have produced, and admit that we have been pursuing an illusion, can we turn in a direction that will actually meet our needs. Likewise, when we let go of the illusion of power over alcohol and over other people, we move in a more positive, productive, and rewarding direction. We move towards hope. So I'm sharing that step because uh, we had a newcomer come in and, um, and uh, you know, she, 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 she admitted she loved uh, alcohol. She was addicted to alcoholics. She collected alcoholics. And I could relate, you know. Um, and um, so it, it was neat to reshare my experience, strength, and hope. When I came into the rooms, I... I took everything so personal. Um, I was broken. I I didn't even know I was broken. I was broken emotionally, spiritually, mentally, um, uh, every you know. And um, coming into these rooms, it made a difference. Where I started putting the focus on me and letting go, and it and it helped me raise my children. Um, what's neat is uh, the lady that was at the meeting after the meeting. Um, she shared and she just she was like she shared in the meeting and uh, a couple of times and and she she had tears and and uh, but at the end of the meeting she she saw some hope and uh, we just kept saying coming back come back um, so if you've ever experienced loving an alcoholic and you feel your life is out of control come come to you know I, I say to people come to you know at least 10 meetings over a period of a couple of months and if you don't like the particular meeting you're going to then go to another one I just know that 
um, being in the meeting, you know, I've been coming now for almost, uh, well, I've been coming for this, um, this uh, September, it'll be 27 years. And um, I, I come to make a difference with others, but I come to remind myself, um, you know, where I came from. And um, the, and, you know, I'm only 30 seconds away from insanity. Um, I'm either carrying the message or I'm carrying the disease. And, and, um, and, and so I, I need to myself uh, just keep everything fresh and, and, and know that um, I'm not alone. It's, you know, in our program, it says, it's a, it never says I, it always says we. So I'm very grateful for this program. And, um, and, and I go to the program to, th to thrive, uh, not to survive. And, and I get to live this rich, rewarding life where, um, you know, I can support others and others can support me. And, 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 and I, you know, we don't just in, in Al-Anon, we just don't share, we share our experience, strength and hope, but people can see our growth. You know, I'm, I'm not the broken person. I walked into those rooms, um, and um, I, I'm a vibrant, alive, successful human being today. And so in closing, we're exploring, you know, we're in the inquiry of how to thrive, whether we are 10 or 110 and beyond. And what new action could you take right now that could make a difference? Where could you, you know, give up being right about the alcoholic or, or being right about uh controlling someone and come from this question what are you committed to and start taking new actions for that commitment do you need to go to Al-Anon you know there's no shame in it you know does someone else's drinking affect you do you love an alcoholic or maybe you can't prove they're an alcoholic but do you love someone that you think maybe their drinking might be out of control there's no shame in that so what are your habitual patterns do you collect alcoholics <laughs> that um, what are your habitual patterns that have you not thrive what areas in your life do you want to be more effective what areas do you want to thrive in well what did you like best about this podcast I request you subscribe to my podcast and rate it a number five what topics would you like to hear me talk on when you get Handed lemons, how fast can you make lemonade? Remember, with an attitude of gratitude, you can make lemonade. Tell me about how you thrive. I'd love to hear from you. This is Wendy B. Email me at Wendy B. And then the symbol at thriving, the word thriving, and then A-T-S-I-X-T-Y.com. I'd love to hear from you. Keep thriving. Thank you for listening to thrivingat60.com with Wendy B. What did you like best about the podcast? Email Wendy B at thrivingat60.com. Keep up on the latest by subscribing to the podcast. Also, drop by the website and rate the show. Turn lemons into lemonade at thrivingat60.com. <laughs>